Jeremy. Stay grooving. 87th episode, man. Downtime podcast. Yeah, man. It's the 87th episode, man. Here we are. Downtime podcast. Yeah. Uh, grooving, smoothing, whatever. Ayo, Rio. What does he say? He's like, he's like, yo, yo, hot dog, Tommy Mosca. <laughs> and Rio's like, ah, that's your, that's your, and he's like, oh, okay, man. It, it's like, like, it's what? like something, something Japanese. Relax, stay grooving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Relax, stay grooving, man. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm like a few hours into Shenmue now. I'm, I'm at the part. <sighs> This is not really a spoiler. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at I'm at the docks. I'm at the docks. The harbor. Now. You're so at the I saw harbor. Him twice and yeah, yeah. So I he has a second stand that I didn't know about, and every time I see it, I just talk to him. I'm like, I want to hear his Japanese and English together again. So I just talk to him. I love Tom. Hey Jeremy, I have a question. Yeah, I need to ask you something. Sure. Do you know where I can find some Chinese people? Uh no, I'm sorry. Um, but maybe if you go to that Chinese restaurant over there by the bars, you can ask them. The bars. Yeah, over by Sumira-san. Thank you, thank you. Or it's like, I'm looking for some sailors. Have you seen some sailors? No, Rio. I don't know where any sailors are. Sorry. Ask me next time. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Or even better, sailors, they hang out at at some bars. <laughs> Tom, do you go to the bars? <laughs> Which bars do they hang out at? I don't know. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. I So I've been playing most of Shenmue in Japanese, but sometimes I'll occasionally switch it off to English just to like hear what they'll say and, and t- kind of like what they sound like. And it's, it's hilarious to me. <laughs> when I'm required to talk to people, but it's not a storyline kind of like cutscene related thing, then uh, like I have to do investigation and talk to the townspeople. I always do it in English. Oh. <laughs> or, I did it in English. I Oh, I finished Shenmue, by the way. Yeah, I finished yeah, yeah. the first one. Yeah. yeah. And then if something's storyline related, then I switched it. If I anticipate something's going to be pretty serious, I switched to Japanese. That's that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, this is honestly the greatest game of all time. Like, hands down, like, game over. Everyone drop what you're doing to play Shenmue in English. This is <laughs> fabulous. I, I can't think of any other fucked up localization that's funnier than this. Yeah, and uh, Sega approved it and they released it. They did. They really did. And it's wonderful. Also, can we talk about how Rio lacks self-awareness of everything around him? Mm-hmm. First of all, with girls and Nozomi. Yeah, Nozomi's like, I have strong feelings for you. I just can't hold it in anymore. And he's like, oh, but I don't know how I feel right now because I have other things that I have to do. She's like, okay, but I'm going to go back to Canada. And he's like, oh, well. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you did you get to that part uh, about Canada yeah. in the harbor? Yeah. Oh, not in the harbor. I mean, she called me and she's like, "Can I meet you in the park?" He's like, "All right." That's as far as I got with her. Okay, for sure. God, there's like this ridiculous scene at the harbor where um you and Nozomi like take a picture together. Okay, don't and say any more. I, I, I want to experience it. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is like, like I, can't, I can't stop fucking laughing at this right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awkward. It, but that's, yes. That's funny. Okay, okay. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I'm, uh, you got to experience it yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I'm, I, I've fallen. Are you on? Are you playing the forklift game? No, I, I'm. I'm falling into the yakuza trap. Like I want to do all this other side shit that's meaningless to the story. And what other side shit is there other than collecting the toys? Like there's like 
hidden cutscenes you can do where you could beat up bullies. Um, you can spar with Fukusan. You can collect. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can like collect. Games. In my opinion, they didn't take that long. But you have to go at a specific time, and I'm usually playing something else at the time that I'm supposed to go there, so I have to wait until the next day. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, and and every day is like how long is it? Like 15 minutes is as a day, and every a, a day. I assume a day is okay. So each each hour is like a minute or so. Each hour, I think, is then... like four minutes. So it's not 15 minutes a day. Okay. Um, because it only you you're only allowed to play from 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. Right. And then he just goes home so, and falls asleep. Yeah, basically. And then Ize walks up to you and is just like, Ryo, don't stay up too late. Oh, yeah. I, I, I heard that in English and in Japanese. She's like, Ryo, what are you doing out so late? Nothing. I'm just going to go to my room, Ine-san. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so good oh i love shenmue so much i'm so invested in the story so like i'm go- i'm going to play like i'm gonna play the second one not right now i'll probably play it like in the sp- like later in the springtime okay i feel it i feel it because if shenmue is not even gonna come out until like fall or september or whatever then i got time to play the second one yeah it's and true. they're both they're all pretty short games yeah. So yeah. that's nice. Definitely. Um, last week I mentioned that I'm playing five games at once, and I've just narrowed it down to Shenmue now. So I'm gonna beat Shenmue, and then I'm gonna go back to Okami. But this Jeremy. Yes. I have to ask you something. Yeah. What is it? What other five games were you playing? It was Okami, uh, Insurgency, um, Sonic Mania. Horizon Zero Dawn? That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to go get a hot dog? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> I love uh, I love talking to Megumi, who's taking care of the kitten. Like, in Japanese, she's like, oh! And he's like, oh, hey. And it's like really cute. Yeah, and yeah, it like yeah, sounds yeah. normal. <laughs> but God forbid the English version. She's like, oh, hey, it's Ryo. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you? You're not a child. <laughs> that kitten is afraid of you. Don't touch it. Yes. <laughs> it's the highest pitch voiceover you can possibly think yeah, of. Yeah, it's like crackling the mic. I'm like, did they? were they okay with that in the booth? But whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I just don't know. It's so beautiful, though. <laughs> it's like someone legally let this happen, and I love I love it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for Shenmue. Yeah. Greatest game of all time, honestly. I, I was playing it all day today, and I'm probably going to go back after this and play more. To be honest, you're honestly like if you're if you're where I think you are, you're about like eight hours left. Okay, good. But I but I will say though, the motherfucking forklift game has me pulling my hair sometimes. Is it like what's a comparable Yakuza mini game? Baseball, because baseball oh. fucking sucks. Oh, I hate baseball. So it took me so long to learn how to play baseball properly, and when I mastered it, I hated myself because I'm like, now I know how to play this, but I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, honestly, like forklift game, like I feel like it's one of those things where you like you have to just get in a groove to get it, but then other than that, it just sucks. It's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate the that game, but it's okay because um I because Mark gives me a lunch break when I work at the harbor, so it's all worth it. <laughs> it's like real life. It's like real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah you're actually really close to finishing it cool i i can i I can taste the ending and i'm actually okay with ending the game soon um uh, i mentioned this in the last podcast but uh and pretty much every yakuza podcast that we mentioned shenmue the the creators of yakuza were inspired by shenmue and took elements from shenmue and put it into the yakuza series and i can clearly see kind of the stuff that they add like like the arcade, for example, and like playing just full, oh, yeah, definitely full arcade, the arcade games. So cool. Yeah. Kind of, 
I don't know when Shenmue came out. I was kind of surprised to not see Virtua Fighter, but I guess it, it didn't come out yet. Maybe I, I actually didn't cross. Conf- I didn't cross compare the dates, so I don't know. So I have a, a couple things based on that. Shenmue came out in 1999. The first one did. Okay, Virtual Fighter definitely came out then. Yeah. Um. Did it? I don't. I don't. I think so. But it's the very the, the at least the very first one. Yeah, I think I think so. Um. But here's a weird thing, like the um the some of the games that are featured there haven't come out yet because the game is set in 1986, and Virtua Fighter didn't come out until the 90s. So and also Sonic the Hedgehog didn't come out until the 90s. So it's kind of weird that they're having this like what is the term? There's a specific word for it: having something from the future put into the past. Oh, um, yeah, like that, like the. What is the captcha? The gaptcha toys are like some of them are Sonic characters. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Inconsistency. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where's uh, the continuity? Is it anachronism? Anachron? Anachronism? Is that the word? I I don't know what it is. So whatever you say, I'll is probably the answer. I think it's it it we it means like, um, something that belongs from a different time period, um, is shown in something that's not supposed to be in so like if you were to show a walkie-talkie in a 1940s movie like yeah. sorry, sorry like 1930s movie then it's like oh that's kind of weird so i see yeah it's like having the sonic and virtual fighter characters in a game that didn't have that that's set during a time that didn't have it is kind of strange but i okay. understand why they added it because they have to like have people play it and see these things and be like, oh, this is a Sega game. And Sega has to have their own properties in it so that people will play it and understand it and love it. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I don't really care. But it's just like, it, it's kind of funny that it's a game that's supposed to be true to life. And yet it, they took some creative uh, decisions to make it so that it was a little bit less than that. But hey, it's a video game. Video games are supposed to be like this. Yeah, it did come out on a Dreamcast originally as well. That's correct, yes. And so, I... uh, definitely self-promotion within it, but that's okay. Yeah, and I actually didn't know about Shenmue until I was in college, and my, my roommate was like, oh, hey, there's this game called Shenmue, because I brought out the Dreamcast from my hometown, and I was like, oh, I brought a Dreamcast, let's go play some games. And he's like, oh, I have Shenmue. I'm like, what's Shenmue? And then he started playing it in front of us, and we got really bored. We we're like, "This is boring and stupid." But now, now I love the Yakuza series, and someone someone else might find it boring and stupid. So, you know, it's it just took some time to digest. Oh, Shenmue's not boring. It's top. It's a top tier game. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. It's like ten out of ten, one hundred one percent Metacritic. You know, definitely. And I'm probably gonna buy the third one when it comes out in August. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see if I rent it or if I buy it. But I'm definitely gonna play it. Man, I'm I'm kind of like, I'm pretty sold on how. I hope it. Oh no, it's not gonna be as ridiculous as the first games. But that's okay. Uh, you know, we don't know. Probably they have a lot of the same people working on it. So. Oh, I hope the I hope the voiceover is still amazing. Um, I will say I I made this comment when you first showed me the screenshots for Shenmue Three, and when we were discussing that, oh shit, this is actually gonna be a thing, and it's coming out really soon. Right. I was surprised that I felt like the graphics didn't improve, or the graphics kind of seemed more refined of what the original one is, but they didn't try to make it look real, uh, realistic in terms of the facial structures. Yeah, no, I I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, and I, that that to me was a little bit surprising, just because if you already have like these faces in the Yakuza series, almost look pretty realistic. It's like I'm kind of surprised they didn't go in that direction. I mean, it's you know, it's whatever. Like, not all the ga- not every game has to look like real life. Yeah, which is fine. I I also like that they did that and they made it look like the older games, at least like the character look wise. So that yeah. it's kind of familiar because if they made it look like real people, I think that would kind of throw everyone off since everyone is expecting this next Yakuza game. or sorry, this next Shenmue game to kind of feel like the older ones. And that's the whole point of making it was just so that they could make it just so that they can continue the series. And yeah. I, I like that. And they did show an updated trailer, I think, from Gamescom last year. 
And the graphics look a lot better. Okay. I yeah. may not have seen that, but I believe you. Yeah, it was like a really short teaser. Like, oh, just want to give you an update on Shenmue. I was like, oh, just just tell me when it's done and we'll be good. Nice. Man, I hope Tom's back. <laughs> well, I know that the third... I know that the second and third games are only set in China, and I don't know if you go back to Japan in the third one, but from what I understand, Sigh. I was reading the Kickstarter today, and they were saying that you can get an international phone card and call Nozomi, call Tom, call Inesan, call Fukusan. So you can just call them on the phone. You don't actually see them, which is really sad because I want to go back to the city in like an updated engine because that'd be so cool. I know. I want to call Nozomi when she needs to talk to me about a serious thing and then I ask her, I need to ask you something. <laughs> He's like, he, honestly, like my, my perception of Yo talking to Nozomi is like, he just runs by the flower shop. He's like, hey, I'm looking for warehouse number eight. She's like, oh, I'm so worried about you, Ryo. He's like, okay, but where's the warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's pretty much what he's like to her. He just it doesn't is, care. It really is. And she's like, I love you. He's like, oh, I understand your feelings, but is it the old warehouse or the new warehouse? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude, you just can't take a hint. Too good. Too good. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. I Overall, Shenmue is the only thing I'm playing right now. Alisa, how about you? Um... I am also playing God of War, the finally the one that just came out. I have quite a few comments on it. Okay. All right. So, number one, I like the game. The game's very good. Comment number two. Very good. Very good game. Very good game. Very good. <laughs> yes. It's a very it's, it's a really it's a really good game. Okay. Now That's we're good. gonna go into now we're gonna go into all the details. But hey, first, hey, I just want to well, preface this that uh, so god of war comes in four difficulties uh -huh. uh, and lend themselves to easy medium hard expert very typical of a sony game a sony studio game because that's kind of almost exactly what uncharted is you know it's exactly what the last of us is so i chose easy which is give me a story, which is less battle based and more of focusing, not focusing on the story because the story is exactly the same. But the idea is without me focusing on the battle so much and spending so much time, then I can find more treasures and I can fo and do the storyline quicker. And I didn't I, I kind of like didn't do it intentionally to find collect to collect more things, but it ended up happening that way as I'm playing throughout the story i honestly just didn't want to battle that much i'm kind of after finishing red dead and just finishing 2018 i was a bit long story fatigued I and i really didn't want i just didn't want to deal with potentially spending an hour in battle in god of war because i've seen videos and yeah. i've seen videos on normal which is a balanced which i think is like a balanced experience and I can see how the difficulty, even in a neutral normal mode, can take a while. Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to deal with it. So I'm having a wonderful time in, in my easy mode. Absolutely wonderful time. I think I'm almost like enjoying it more than I would have maybe if I played it in normal. Okay. Okay. Especially, especially hard. Um, so storyline, um, you know, it's game of the year, so pr everyone's probably already played it. But as you know, Kratos escaped his Greek world where he killed off basically everyone, and he's seen some shit in his life, and pretty much like retreats to the mountains, marries Atreus's mom, and then you know, um, ha you know, has Atreus or whatever, and the mo the mom dies, and um. The very first scene, burning the ashes, and the storyline is you're going to this high mountain to drop off your mom's ashes, which is the, her last dying wish. And then, of course, the misadventures of Kratos and Atreus as you climb up the mountain, uh. essentially. And... It's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting because when you're playing through the story, Atreus doesn't know about his dad's past really yet until like maybe the third 
hour in. And it's just kind of like, have you killed people before, Dad? Like, you know, like, have you done this or whatever? And Kratos' answer is just like, be silent, boy. (laughs) And anytime Atreus has a question, it's like, should I shoot that deer now? Should I shoot that bird now? Or like, what do I do with this Draugr? Be still, boy. 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 (laughs) And this is just another example of a game that has top-tier dialogue. (laughs) Because every single thing that Kratos has to tell Atreus ends in, boy. Wow. I know. Like, Like, you know, part of this whole game is Atreus is obviously the kid, and um, Atreus wants to think that he's ready for stuff and you know i will say in terms of the video game world atreus is much more he's much more ready and adaptable than a lot of video game kids that exist obviously he still has things to learn um like i'd say that like atreus and like ellie are pretty up there in being adept to surviving well that's good yeah. So what's what I what I appreciate is that Atreus is like Atreus is you know is like supposed to be an annoying kid, but he's actually got his shit together for the most part. Like he helps you in battle. He shoots arrows that his mom made, and like it, it's it's nice that like I don't have to like the tutorial doesn't have to do necessarily with training him. So unlike Red Dead, where Jack is like Red Dead Redemption One, where Jack is like the fuck man (laughs) (laughs) know how to kill a bear anyways so it that's why i i I really like playing at like i really like the battle system i can employ atreus to do distractions or even stab people and kratos has an axe and it's like a badass axe that i can throw at droggers or throw at the enemy and then i can call for it back so it's very similar to thor's hammer Okay. Except it's like, except it's Kratos' axe, his Leviathan axe, and it's. See what's really really nice about this game is I can throw the axe, at an enemy or throw it at something, and then say I forget to call back the axe, and then I'm walking like really far off, and like I'm like not even fucking close to where the axe was again, but I can press triangle and the axe comes back immediately. Wow. Because it's a magical-ass axe. The gameplay is very much seamless between cutscenes and battle and interacting with the environment and doing puzzles. It's very much like Yakuza 6 where they almost cut down. They cut out the uh, waiting screen and cutscenes and transitions are very much um, kind of built with each other. I see. So it's really helping me enjoy my. Ex- it's very cinematic. It's very. It's helping me enjoy my experience as a player for sure. That's cool. You're learning something yeah. about life along with the game. Man, the I, I just like as a player, the user experience for God of War is really nice. Like I can see that even if I played this on normal, this is a very easy game to understand. I'm really interested in learning about the lore of the game too. So. Oftentimes when you play a game like this, where it's an adventure game, things are jotted, like the main character has a journal or something, or a compendium, a bestiary, and things log there, and they give you an op- like they give that option that you can read it at any point, and I'm gonna be honest, I usually don't read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the f- and this is like the first game where I'm really interested in learning about the Nordic culture, and the Nordic gods, and like Vanir, 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 I don't know how to say that, Odin. I, I'm actually even reading up on some stuff, because I just am very fascinated with the culture. And very, it's a lot of the treasure hunting has to do with that. For example, um, instead of really, there are treasure chests in this game, but kind of like the treasure chests, like the quote treasure chests that kratos can open they're actually graves of people who got buried and then you're kind of pillaging their coffin so to speak wow yeah and then i just really i just really enjoy like for example like a lot of the because 
um, you know, Norway, Sweden and stuff, they're all islands. So there is a little bit of canoeing in this game as well that's been incorporated. Interesting. And I, I like that. It's very, I feel like they did, for sure they did their research with this game. Um, and then the last thing I had kind of have to say right, at least right now, about the game is the, I like the art style and that it's saturated and the colors are popping. Uh, I contrast this to Red Dead 2 because it is a very gra- graphically good looking game. They really try hard to be realistic. And because of that, it's pretty neutral. Kind of what you would see with the naked eye. God of War takes like these snowy scenes and what happens in the mountains and all of these, all of this nature, and they up the saturation. So the colors pop and it's con- uh, the colors contrast and they're bright. And I really like the environment like that. Uh, it feel- just feels very fitting to a God of War game. I see. Wow, that's cool. I like that the series has now di- diverged to more of a um, better color palette, like a brighter color palette. Because before, like a lot of games, it was pretty during, dark. Yeah, during that time period, like PS2 era, PS3 era, like a lot of games are like really saturated, like desaturated. Sorry, is the word I'm looking for. I didn't really like that because it it makes everything look gritty. Not everything has to be gritty. So it's kind of nice that a lot of games. Especially with like GTA, because GTA when in, during the time of GTA Four, everything was desaturated and just looked like really muggy and sad. But GTA Five pushes the colors so that everything looks like really bright and happy, and I like that. And I'm glad that God of War did the same thing with their color palette. Agreed. And even in the even when it gets dark, it, there's a reason for it. Like for example, you're in caves, you're in caverns, you're in ruins. So it's not so it's like in the darkness, they find a way to add color too because there's certain puzzles that you have to solve and there's glowing blue lights that yeah. you have to hit hit and and yeah, that's all I have to say about God of War. It is a good game. <laughs> Your first point. It's good. All right, next. It's good. <laughs> next. <laughs> it, re- it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of this um this um one of one of the warriors games that um came out last year and there was a guy that they queued in, that they panned to in the audience and he had a freaking like not even a blue shirt he had a purple shirt with white aerial text and it just says Steph Curry is good at basketball period uh, period yeah well you're not wrong <laughs> exactly it's just like you're not wrong so he's very good all right, yep. next. <laughs> next. That's all I have to say in my neck of the woods. Cool, cool. Um, so is that all you're playing? Is there anything else on your list? Um, nope, that's all I'm playing right now. I've returned Shenmue to game. Fly. Um, God of War, I'm going to work on... I want to say that I'm like six hours into God of War right now. Cool. And... I'm going to start Persona 3 very soon, and yeah, uh, January for me is very much, I feel like it's going to be a catch-up month. It's going to be the month where kind of, uh, well, technically until March. Everything's going to be chill until March, and then I think Devil May Cry 5 comes out. So Cool, cool. Very much trying to play games that I've always wanted to play or like continue on games and finish them. I will say, I I don't know if I'm going to get Tales of Vesperia. I've never played that one yet. Okay. And I know the definitive edition is coming out. And sure. I, you know, I, I've played Tales games before and I want to play that one as well. I just don't know if I want to play a long game right now. If I get it, it'll probably be in February, but not right now. I feel it. Yeah, I'm yep. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Uh, I th- I have a list of games that I'm playing right now, like kind of on and off. And so yeah. some of them are multiplayer only and they don't really get you anywhere. Just the satisfaction of playing multiplayer games. And so I'm trying to put those on the back burner because all the games that I have uh, in the f- and like on my list are all single player games. Um, so I'm trying to I have a list that I'm trying to beat within, let's say, Q1, Q1 of this year. Um, and I also have a list of upcoming games that I'm looking forward to purchasing this year. So, 
Um, I, I have the, the dates that they're going to be released as well. So just waiting for those to uh, come through. Nice. I have a I have my list of games that I'm excited for. Uh, a lot of them will come out in the summer, so I'm glad that I have some freedom to do what I please, at least in the beginning half of the of the year. Project Judge or Judge Eyes, does that have a release date yet? Um, it's presumed to be the summer of 2019. Cool. I know the the, the tra- Sega translation team works pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, I've actually been thinking about getting an adapter for my GameCube so I can play um GameCube games again. Because I have like I have over twenty one GameCube games and I want to play some of them again. Uh, but you have a GameCube already. What do you mean by an adapter? Basically, if you plug the analog cables into the TV in the back, the screen's all stretched and it looks weird and stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, the adapter plugs into the back of the GameCube and you can plug an HDMI cable into it and you'll get like the native resolution on a 2019 TV. Got it. That yeah. makes sense. So I've been looking. How much in- is an adapter? So I, yeah, I've been looking into the adapters, and there's two that I'm I've been looking at, but one that I'm gonna buy of the two. There's the Carby, which is seventy five dollars, and it's it's really like it's it's a steal. Everyone's been like giving this so much praise, and then there's the uh, GCH two GC something two, um, and it's one hundred and fifty dollars, but I wouldn't want to spend that much money on something that does that so i'm probably gonna get the carby sometime this year maybe next month and i'm gonna start playing some gamecube games i want to play um luigi's mansion again i want to play wind waker um animal crossing harvest moon there's a lot of games on the list that i want to play but i realize too that this will add to the queue and i'm not sure if i'm ready to commit yet but i still want to get the gamecube adapter I say you should just get it, and then you know you don't have to play it immediately. But it, uh, at least get it once it goes on sale. I don't think it'll go on sale because it's made by this duo that they have like their own little online shop. You can only buy it from their website, and uh, yeah, I mean I don't know if they will have a sale, but you know anything's possible. So I'll wait for a little bit. I say you should go for it. I mean, a lot of it's especially because the Nintendo Switch is out. There's probably gonna be some rehashes of gamecube games or sequels coming out might as well be on top of that yeah totally i know that luigi's mansion is getting a sequel on the switch i have the first one on gamecube it was actually a launch title for the gamecube and it did extremely well so i do want to start playing some older gamecube games just to play it again and also the fact that i've been using a gamecube controller for smash ultimate kind of makes me miss the gamecube in a way the gamecube i think is my favorite console of all time so it it just feels right that i should get an adapter and start playing some more games on it i'd say that the gamecube's almost being revived i see a lot of people talking about the gamecube lately i think especially because yeah. people are using their controllers for smash yeah yeah that totally that's how i feel because the yeah the smash gamecube controllers they they work for the GameCube, so so why, <laughs> why so why not you know do both? Also, random note for anyone that wants to play their GameCube again, and you're looking for GameCube memory cards, be careful of fake ones, because I was looking mm. at I was <laughs> looking at eBay and there's a lot, a lot of fake counterfeit GameCube memory cards that are from China. Um, the best way and the only way to tell is by looking at the back, looking at the font. Sometimes the font is really identical, but the the truest and surest form of way, f- best way of telling if your card is legit or not is if there's two little screws on the back. If there's three prongs within the screw, then it's it's legitimate. If there's four, it's fake. And I ordered one from Amazon last year and. I looked at the back of it and it's fake. I'm really disappointed. Mm. So 
you know, go to your local mom and pop shop that sells games. Go on eBay. Make sure that you look at the pictures. Don't look at any stock photos of GameCube memory cards. Make sure <laughs> make sure you're looking at someone holding a physical card or like, you know, having like actual pictures of it. Like even if they're like kind of crappy looking, at least that's kind of the product you're looking at. Also on eBay, look at um, the uh, seller's rating, their, their feedback rating. But that's a whole nother conversation that I could go into. For that's hours. a whole nother conversation because sometimes the seller rating is ass. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about my situation right now, so. Okay. <laughs> maybe won't. for another, maybe for another time, I will tell you about my eBay woes this past 2018. Did you buy stuff on eBay or try to? Yeah, uh, tried is the keyword. Oh, so. old stuff. Uh, collectible stuff. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Lasai. Anyways, I'm just curious, by the way, uh, changing the topic a little bit. Uh-huh. Are you going to play the Resident Evil 2 remake? Because um, I know you've played it. I'm just curious if you're going to actually play the remake that's coming out soon. I I looked on Steam and you can get the one-shot demo there. And after looking at it for some time, I don't think so. I just oh. There's some games that I feel like should just be a memory to me. And... Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to play it because it's another Resident Evil remake, and I just don't care. I've stopped caring about the series as a whole so far. For sure. Um. I yeah. I just don't want to play it. That's it. Yeah, I think that the remake is de- capitalizing on the fact that Resident Evil Seven was very successful, and that was a lot of people's very first Resident Evils. So uh, I know that like that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are gonna hop on the remake. I was just curious if you were actually gonna like play it too. Maybe I'll have a change of heart in the future, but yeah, to answer your question wholly, for the time being, no. For sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you want to play it, go ahead. Like, it's up to you. But I just feel like I don't want to add that to my library. Oh yeah, no, I I was just asking if you were gonna do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Are you gonna yeah. play it? No, I play. I actually played the demo, and um, I I'm just not a fan of Resident Evil. I think as a as just a series, um, I like I I think I I enjoy the game if other people are playing with me, but I would never play it by myself. I see. So I and I was playing. I was like, yeah, this is okay. It's not Shenmue, but <laughs> I see. Which is like the still the greatest game of all time. So <laughs> that's your gold standard. Gold, my my new gold standard, Shenmue One. <laughs> nice. Yep. Very nice. I will say that I don't know if you heard this news, but Persona Five R is, I think, going to be a Nintendo Switch version of the Persona Five game. Oh, maybe I might pick that up if it's on Switch. I don't know. I like I, I like that it's portable. Yeah, I know. I I heard th- like. I I think that Persona 5R is going to be very similar to what Persona 4 Golden was, where it's the base game plus another uh, confidant, uh, basically a like a like a relationship that you could be friends with. I see. So, I see. That that is like normally what's happened when they've had upgraded versions of persona and it comes out on nintendo so hey probably to go in line with the fact that the joker will also be in um smash very soon if not already so yeah he'll be in later this year yeah and they still have a few other characters they're gonna announce for smash and i'm gonna pick up that season pass to get all the dlc characters uh, hey. once they once they announce all the characters, I think I'll just get the season pass. Yeah. So, uh, as you know, Kingdom Hearts is gonna come out sometime at the end of this month. Yep. They so after you complete Kingdom Hearts three, they're not going to include the epilogue ending, just cut like the final video cutscene that sums everything up in the original base game it's going to be dlc released one week after the original and right, right. Th- their reasoning is 
they didn't want spoilers to come out. Um, I, I'm, I'm half and half about it. I think it's a good move because it's kind of unique. And I think that for this game, that's been, you know, hyped up for so long. The story has been drawn out for so long, many different games, different systems, platforms, and they're finally concluding, I guess, I don't know what they're concluding, but they're concluding something. So the Sora storyline, I guess. Yeah, whatever that is. And um, so I think it's a good move that they're not going to reveal anything major to anyone that that's trying to like spoil everything for everyone. And that's that's it's good. So in case I, I think someone mentioned that in case the games get stolen, then they they have kind of like a the, like the people who steal it can't really get the the ending until a little bit later. Um, yeah. I do understand that you need an internet connection to get the ending, which sucks. And that's the part that I don't like about it is that you need to have internet. What do you mean an internet connection? Because it well, it, you have to download it first of yeah. all. Yeah. And if you don't have internet, then what's the point in releasing the DLC for those that can't download it. Okay, I'm confused. Doesn't cuz like the thing is is doesn't everyone shouldn't everyone have an internet connection cuz you have to also put regular update files to a video game. And yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm some, a little confused. Some people buy the game and just don't update it and just play the game as it is. Or okay. or they can't because they don't have fast internet connection. Got it. Okay. I mean, that's a very small margin, but I realize that. Um, no, that's definitely a handicap, especially if, say, you're not close to, like, a metropolitan area that would probably have better internet. Right. That's true. Yeah. And I can understand why people would only want to download um, a physical copy to their PlayStation hard drive, but not really do anything else internet related. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's different, but I'd say I kind of lean against it just because I don't approve of a game not being complete when I buy it, whether or not it's for spoilers. Um, But I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to buy the game anytime soon. So it's it's like whatever to me. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy it. I'll play it if someone gets it for me, but I'd never I'm not giving my sixty dollars to that game. <laughs> <laughs> someone gives it to so, you, you're like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like Crap, what are you doing? <laughs> How could you do this to me? I, I thought we were friends. <laughs> What are you talking about? Don't, why are you going crazy? Like, I'm not going crazy. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I I know your feelings about the game. So that doesn't have to... We don't have to say anything about that. <laughs> yeah. I will say... The one thing I will say about Kingdom Hearts is... I do want it to be successful. Just because... This is you remember how we were talking about fandoms and for example you don't want to piss off the Diablo fandom. Yes. So there's two peop there's two kinds of people that play Kingdom Hearts and I'm not in- not including like this r- casual ass person but there's two distinct people who play it. There are there's people who actually follow the Kingdom Hearts series, not just the Disney characters, but including Sora and like everyone who's involved and the storyline that's created within the Disney universe. And then there's people who play it because, oh, Disney. I like Disney. Let's go play it. Hey, Oreo, do you like Disney? Nah, Disney's whack. (laughs) exactly you don't want to piss off the former the people who actually are kingdom hearts franchise fans yeah those people are crazy no i mean they're not not that crazy but you know what i mean yeah and i just like i i just hope that square enix does a good job with this because it's been a it's been a while (laughs) is all i gotta say it's been a while you created expansion games that weren't for every single video game platform 
And then all of a sudden you have to tell people, oh, by the way, these games that only came out on Nintendo DS. Oh, yeah, that's important. It's like, I don't own a Nintendo DS. Yeah, and, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I will say there's just there's a lot of people in the fandom who have not played since 2. So, yeah. Yeah. This uh, and there's gonna be a memory archive where people can rewatch everything, and that's good because for Square Enix to pull some bullshit out that oh we have a summary game that's forty dollars that has all the three important games that you need to know three months before the game release is dumb. Yeah, and I just you know I it would suck for Kingdom Hearts to get some Diablo treatment. So I hope that for their for players' sake that it is a really good game. Just imagine like getting gypped out of everything. Like what if it's a shitty game? Yeah. It's like ten waited ten years for a shitty game. Yeah. That would be very unfortunate. <laughs> Finally I get to play my dream game. I've paid so much money and then you're like, why am I so disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> some people felt that and- way about um uh uh, Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, some people did think that way. And I'm like, well, that's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> You're stuck with it. So, I, you know, I'm not playing it, but I'm not actively hoping Kingdom Hearts fails. I want it to do well because I think that the fandom waited long enough for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they deserve it. One fandom or one game that's keeping the fandom satisfied. Mortal Kombat 11 just released the cover photo and the concept art of Scorpion. Oh yeah. And it looks legit. For so real? I am excited for Mortal Kombat to come out. One of my games I'm most excited for for 2019. Mortal Kombat with its trap music. Hey. Let's hope that the trap music is a little bit better when the game comes out. <laughs> Let's make it not mumble trap. Can you imagine all of the Shenmue songs remixed to trap? I'm sure someone has done it before. Uh, I gotta look it up after this ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's there. So all right. They do, they do trap remixes of everything. Got it. Anything else? I mean, I don't. we don't have any questions this week. Uh, No, I don't got anything else. That's it. Cool. Um, well, if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, you can contact contact us at contact at downtime.live. Go to our website, www.downtime.live. Go to the bottom left corner of the screen. Click on join our community. Click on the word community. Join our Discord. Uh, I mentioned last episode, and I want to mention it again this episode. We are enforcing some new rules to the Discord since there have oh, been some... Oh, yeah! It's weird! <laughs> It's... Yeah, I don't know why this has been happening, but there have been some unsavory bot users Bots. that that got past our security measures that I'm still trying to figure out. But right now, <laughs> the best way to join our Discord is to just sit there and wait for ten minutes. Like I know it's really bad, but for now, this is the best thing that we could do, and it's built into Discord's security measures, and that's why we're doing this. Um, so if you join a Discord. Make an account, join for 10 minutes, and after 10 minutes, you can chat. And right now, everyone that's on our Discord is listed as a listener under a specific role. And when you join our Discord for the first time as a new user, you'll be listed as just online. Um, Your username will have white text, and that's because we kind of want you to start talking to people and contribute to the conversation so that we know you're not a bot and you're not going to post like spam links to things. And it's also just to encourage like camaraderie between everyone within the Discord. So, yeah, those are our new rules. Nothing crazy, just something to prevent spammers from coming in and doing too much to ruin the whole experience for everyone. Because this has happened three times now, and on the yeah. third, at the third time, I'm just like, you know what, I'm done. So I just made this security measure, and I hope that um it continues to work. And it seems like it's working really well so far. So, yeah, please, this isn't any way to discourage anyone from joining the Discord, but we do want you guys to come join our Discord. We're we're growing quite a bit. There's a few new users on, so, uh, yeah, please join. 
contribute to the conversation and uh, let's hang out. Yeah, definitely. This is has really nothing to do with people who are fans of us. It's just a, it's just really simple. You know, Jeremy and I respond to the Discord whenever we can, but you know, we're not always playing video games. We, you know, we work. We like have different interests outside of this, so we're not always on the Discord, and so that we don't have to deal with. Oh, it turns out that there's been a spam bot for like two days, and Jeremy and I weren't online to check that out. Then this this is this is why we implemented it. Yes, yes, and uh, Elisa and I are the only admins on our Discord right now. So if there is an issue that you guys have, you know, feel free to flag it for us, and Elisa and I can take care of it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, any closing words before I close this out, Elisa? Um. I think my only closing word is if you've never played Shenmue 1 before, you should play it. Well said. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy, before we end this podcast, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Do you think that the Yakuza 3... Re- like, And this is more of just an opinion question. Do you think the Yakuza 3 remake is going to come out in fall of this year and or if it's going to come out in 2020? Because if it doesn't come out in 2019, I have a PS3 and I'm almost tempted to just play it at the end of the year if it doesn't come out. If it comes out in 2020. But, you know, the trajectory typically of the Yakuza remake games is that if it's released in Japan, it comes out in the fall for worldwide. So that's what I'm kind of banking on uh, just based off of trends and what's happened. But other than that, if I get no word, it comes out in September, then I'm probably going to play the PS3 version of it soon or not soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, I think it will come out in the fall. And that means that Yakuza, Four remake will come out in the fall of next year, and yeah. five five will come out in the fall of the year after that. Sounds about right. Um, so yeah, if it does not happen, I also am a PS3 owner, and I will play it as well on my end. Yeah. So I'm a new PS3 owner, so that's kind of cool. But the the PS3 is Japanese, so the so square is X and X is I'm sorry, X circle is X and X is circle. So, hey. so it's like swapped around <laughs> yeah and i'm like uh but it's okay I, I mean i don't think i'm gonna play it if it does come out on ps3 i think i'm gonna wait for the ps4 remake because i want all of my yakuza games to be on ps4 for sure and uh, that yeah i mean I, i've already been waiting this long so it's like what's the point yeah i'm gonna wait to see what sega says on release yes. I, I feel confident it's gonna come out in september of this year yeah and it's probably gonna be like 30 bucks This has been the 87th episode of Downtime Podcast. We will see you next week. 87. Later. Later.